Welcome to the Liberty Mom Show. Chris Kimball hosting today. Liberty Moms are the true secretaries of defense when it comes to their homes, their families, and their communities. They're what you would call the chief operating officer of their family. And Liberty Moms are super valuable and have been through time. Um, If you get into uh, reading um, any historical information, stories about, um, even in the Bible, even going into the Bible, there are stories where it's been that Liberty mom that has stepped up and um, been directed by the Lord and has been able to uh, save her family or save the nation. I'm going to just share a story that I'm, I'm giving you a very, very brief overview, but I had the opportunity to uh, yesterday volunteer and help with a constitution celebration. And one of the women that they were uh, honoring or highlighting would be a better word was Lydia DeGaulle. And she was this brave woman who snuck down her. Okay. So let's back up. So during the revolutionary war prior to it, there were egregious things that were happening to the colonists here in the States in the, in the colonies. And they were having to quarter soldiers. We were, um, the colonists were being put in charge of feeding and housing the army of the king here in colonial America. And uh, that was pretty egregious. I mean, can you imagine just uh, a knock on your door one day and here's a soldier and you're to evacuate a bedroom in your home and that's his room and now you will feed him three meals a day and he will stay in your home. I think you've lost all privacy at that point. I think you've got a drain on your resources of your own food supply to feed your own family. Well, this was the case in colonial America. And I think we have been so comfortable, so comfortable in our, in our lives, in our, we live in this amazing country that has these constitutional rights that were established by our founders Um, We see them slipping away, but we've been way comfortable. I mean, uh, most of the time we're really in the efforts of planning vacation or what am I going to do this weekend? Um, What's my entertainment going to be? How do I fill my free time? How do I entertain myself? Um, What's there on TV? What can I watch on live stream? We're just, what are we doing with our time? And when I go back to these kind of events like this Constitution celebration, where you go back in time and hear about their stories, it really puts into perspective how we have kind of let our duty slide in keeping our liberty. And uh, this Lydia had a situation where um, she was told by uh, General John Andre that there was going to be a very important meeting in her home. And that all of her children were to be sequestered to their bedrooms 
as well as her and her husband. And nobody could be out where they were going to have their meeting, and they were planning an attack on George Washington. Well, she was inspired by the spirit to go out and spy and listen to the meeting. She crept out of her bedroom and went and listened to what they were discussing. She had a son that was serving with General Washington, so she had a vested interest because she loved her son and wanted to make sure he could be kept safe. And she listened in and found out about a particular attack that they were planning. And she um, took that information and was able, I'm not going to get into the whole, whole story, but she took that information, was able to relay it to General Washington. And it was um, pretty arduous what she had to do. I mean, it was um, walking five miles at night in the snow one direction to get this information to one of General Washington's um, leaders. And because of that, they were able to be prepared and Washington was ready for this surprise attack. And she was praying to the Lord when General John Andre came to her and wanted to know how did this get out? And she kept praying to the Lord saying, please give me an opportunity to answer his questions without lying. That's what she prayed for. And, and he asked her a specific question about her kids. Did your kids leave their rooms during that meeting? And she could honestly say no. And, uh, and, and so once he knew that they had been in their rooms where they were supposed to be, he said, I just cannot understand for the life of me how Washington got warned. And so I give you this story because This woman relied on the Lord. She listened to the Spirit. The Spirit prompted her. She could have stayed in her room with her husband and just not even bothered listening, but she was prompted to go out and hear what was going to be said. Would that have been a dangerous thing to do? Yes, extremely dangerous. What if she's caught after she'd been told explicitly to stay in the room? And so these individuals that, Um, played a part. They might not have been the George Washingtons or the Ben Franklins or the Thomas Jeffersons, but they played their individual part in creating this amazing land that we have, this land of liberty, of um, of individual liberty, being able to make our own choices and not being forced or as a collective or coerced or whatever. And I think about us today, what are we doing to retain that? Where is our, what what fruit have we put towards keeping that liberty that these early colonists um, worked so hard to establish for us? And I would say, me included, we've gotten pretty soft. We've gotten pretty comfortable with um, a a wonderful lifestyle. We've gotten very... um, uh, I'm trying to say, I don't want to say comfortable again, but we have gotten very, um, uh, oh gosh, I'm at a loss for words, but I just feel like we're not doing our part. And I am included in this. I, I am totally including me. I'm not calling out anybody in particular, but I have been guilty of, you know, where's my next vacation? What can we do to, um, have fun and entertain our family, our kids, um, and, and really not be secure in doing our job to retain the liberty that was given to us. 
Um, another individual that I actually portrayed, so I did not know of this woman before, her name is uh, Mary Catherine Goddard. And she was a printer and a publisher and an editor, as well as a postmaster. But what I didn't know about her, and I am pretty sure nobody in the listening audience knows about her, is that she was one of the original printers of the Declaration of Independence. So the original document that was printed on 1776 and went into the newspapers and was originally published in July only had two signatures. Okay, we think there were 56 names on that document. Originally, there were two signatures, John Hancock, the president of Congress, and the secretary. And and, uh, they had their signatures, which was the protocol for Congress. Even today, you won't sign, you won't see a, a finalized bill and every single name is on it. It is just the leadership of that body that signs these documents. But this document, the Declaration of Independence, was so important because it was a document that was severing our relationship with King George. Thus, it would have been considered a treasonous document, and anybody with their name on it would have been a traitor in the eyes of King George. So it would have been very dangerous. Uh, the the uh, punishment for treason was death. Okay, and so it was very um, bold and courageous to Put your signature on that document. Well, the men in Congress were so adamant about this idea of liberty and cutting themselves away from King George and having our own um, country and our own um, government that they petitioned Congress and said, wait, we want that printed again and we want our names on it. And so six months later in January of 1777, They convened and decided that they would, again, reprint the Declaration of Independence, but this time they would include the names of the delegates. And so they went ahead, and um, that's where you have the different states listed and the delegates from that Congress that were represented in that state. Um, They were listed on that document as well. And uh, when we get back from our break, I'm going to share with you how Mary... Catherine Goddard plays into having her name on that same document. We're just not aware of that. And uh, it's amazing uh, what she was willing to do, her passion, her interest in establishing freedom of the press, in establishing a new nation here in the colonial America. And uh, we'll be back with the rest of that story in just a moment. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. Order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only $19.95 to see if it will work for you too. Call 800-500-8384. ReliefFactor.com. 
With a Democratic sweep officially in place, we are now at the mercy of tax and spend economics. Get ready for runaway national debt pushing the further devaluation of the dollar. So if you haven't invested in gold, now is the time to protect your savings. Birch Gold Group is the premier precious metals IRA company in America. With an A-plus BBB rating and thousands of satisfied customers, Birch Gold can help you move an eligible IRA or 401k into an IRA backed by gold. Go to birchgold.com slash radio for your free information kit. That's birchgold.com slash radio. Awesome and amazing day. Hey there, friends. It's John and Chelsea Jubilee. And today we have a message for you women out there. Are you premenopausal, postmenopausal, or maybe you're in the middle of menopause right now? Ouch. Listen, we have thousands of clients that have reported reversing all of their symptoms of menopause. Or maybe you have thyroid imbalances. Same thing for those women. Listen, this is your time. Absolutely. You can reverse all of those symptoms and you can be your real joyful, exuberant, and lean self again. Ladies, I don't care if six doctors told you you can't lose that fat after menopause or in menopause. You can. We have done it hundreds and hundreds of times, even in a medical setting, documented. So make your action call today. Log on to EnergizeHealth.com, EnergizeHealth.com, or call 888-444-8895. That's 888-444-8895. The following are real-life stories from Trinity Debt Management. My story begins with debt, a lot of debt. I used my credit cards as a source of income. It was not a good situation. I couldn't pay my bills. The interest on the cards was really high. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. I initially was scared to call, and immediately I felt relieved. They contacted all of our creditors, and they put us on a plan for success. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one. One easy-to-manage monthly payment, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. I've been able to pay off close to $15,000. We're doing a lot better. Please pick up the phone and see how affordable and easy it is to pay off your debt. It's a godsend. We're debt-free for keeps. Call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. That's 1-800-990-6976. Welcome back. Chris Kimball hosting today on the Liberty Mom Show, part of the Loving Liberty Network. And thank you so much for joining in today. I was going over some amazing women that I learned about uh, as I was participating in a constitution celebration that took place last week. And uh, I'm in the middle of Mary Catherine Goddard and her story. And she was a printer and a publisher. And and the the, uh, Congress here in the United States, or not the United States at that time. Sorry, I have to go back to (laughs) pre-colonial language, pre-USA. But uh, the Congress had wanted to republish the Declaration of Independence. And this time they wanted to include all of the delegates who were willing to put their name on that document. So in reality, we end up having 56 names on that document. Um, But originally it was just John Hancock and the secretary. And they needed a printer, okay? Now, when you're printing a document, your name ends up on that document with the location of where it was printed and who printed it. And so by adding your name, you would be considered a traitor because you're on this particular document that is severing our relationship with King George. And Mary Catherine Goddard was unfearful, And she 
volunteered to go ahead and print that document. She was in the printing business. Her father had been a printer, and um, she was very adamant about free um, freedom of the press to put whatever needs to be published in the press and that then people can decide whether or not they agree with it or not. And so she felt like that needed to be published. Now, if we didn't have a free press, technically that document should never have been made public, right? Like, can you imagine today <laughs> if if we were in kind of a, a role where we were trying to establish some truth and get some facts out? We, we've got censorship going on. This The point I'm trying to make is we are having a hard time getting truth out to the public, okay? And so Mary Catherine Goddard was way ahead of her time. She was willing to risk her life. Her name ends up on that document. And uh, she is known as one of the original printers of the Declaration of Independence where all the signatures are included. That was a woman. She was way ahead of her time. She was probably the first um woman to own a printing shop. She was probably the first female postmaster, but um, way ahead of her time and taking on something that would have been dangerous and a threat to her home, her home life, her life itself. And so I'm getting back to what is our responsibility here as we are engaged in our day-to-day activity and we're seeing that our liberties that we have taken for granted, I'm I'm the first one to admit that they've been taken for granted, but we see them slipping away. And it's not like a little bit at a time. It's like chunks at a time. There'll be a new, like yesterday, I believe it was, or the day before in the news cycle. Now we have um, Fauci who is thinking that, oh, yes, to get on an airplane, you must be vaccinated. That is just like, of course. All right. So this whole idea of vaccination cards and this um, showing papers and being forced to do a medical procedure, that is an egregious attack on our personal sovereignty and our personal liberty. And if we don't stand up, and this is something I learned through the Finicums, if we don't stand up to retain and um, stand on, claim those rights and say, I have this right, no, you cannot do that, then you are giving them away. You are turning your rights over to to whoever the tyrant may be. It could be at the county level. It could be your county mayor. It could be your state governor, or it could be at the federal level. Whatever level of government is not protecting your rights, but actually taking them away from you, if you don't fight to stick, to keep those rights, then you, in essence, have given them away. And, uh, and so... That's kind of where I'm starting today with um, with my program, and it's just as fresh on my mind only because I've been able to hear these stories. And unless you take the time to go into history, and sometimes it's hard to find history that hasn't been changed or rewritten, um, it's it's it can be a lot of effort, but. Uh, I'm grateful for Delane. In fact, Delane England is my co-host, and she is the one that has been um, setting up these Constitution celebrations for the last, I believe, 10 years up in Davis County, and they're phenomenal. And uh, I, my hat's off to her for all of her work in, in bringing these stories to us so that we can uh, remember what a perilous start it was for this nation. And people 
were risking their lives, their fortune, and their sacred honor. And are we willing to do that today? Are we willing to do that to to hang on to this liberty? That's the question. Okay, it's it's uh, we're being faced with that right now. I want to just take a little bit of time because I feel like we get into this battle of good and evil, and we're we're in a place where we think that the only one that can save us is. Um, an elected official, if we just get the right person in office, if we just, um, if the political party that we belong to just um, uh, does their work on honoring their platform or getting good candidates in office, then things will work out. Or if we just have a good president, that's all we need. And we've kind of left out the main person or the main um, instrument in what really allowed the United States to be established, and that is God. God was in that whole scenario of liberty and has been. He has he he woven throughout time. Um, if, we don't have time to go back into how the printing press was, was part of us having liberty. We had to have things that happened hundreds of centuries ago that would allow us to have this formula of liberty that we have today. We needed to have religious liberty on this continent, this United States. And... In the LDS uh, scripture, the Doctrine and Covenants, which is um, in the LDS culture is modern-day revelation from the Lord, our God, he has given us some tools and some guidance when we are in a situation where we have an overreaching government or when laws are not being followed. And I wanted to just kind of refer to that for just a little bit because I think it can bring us a lot of guidance and uh, I, the first section that I'm going to get into is section 98. And in verse 4, it reads, And now verily I say unto you concerning the laws of the land, it is my will that my people should observe to do all things whatsoever I command. It is all coming about us following the Lord our God. And that law of the land, which is constitutional, so this was written back in 1833, and the Lord is telling us right there, that the law of the land is the constitutional law, okay? Supporting that principle of freedom in maintaining rights and privileges belongs to all mankind and is justifiable before me. So right there, we're getting a confirmation from the Lord that he is there supporting the Constitution as it was laid out, okay? It's justifiable before me because what does the Constitution do? It protects God's law. Natural law, that is the law supreme, is God's law. And the Constitution of the United States is there to protect those rights and privileges that are given to us by God through his law. Therefore, I, the Lord, justify you and your brethren of my church in befriending that law, which is the constitutional law of the land. And as pertaining to law of man, whatsoever is more or less than this cometh of evil. So we're being taught right there that if we take away from that constitution or add more to it, it is evil. That is not what the Lord is wanting to do. So the law of man can sometimes be bad. So we've got more to take um, to cover on this. Stay with me here on the Liberty Mom Show. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to the Liberty Moms show. Chris Kimball hosting today. Liberty Moms are the real secretaries of defense when it comes to their home, their families, and their communities. And we love being part of this loving Liberty Network. Please share this network with your friends and neighbors so that they can get connected into a, um, a series of, of podcasts that are all dedicated to liberty and, and not regurgitating the mainstream narrative that is full of, tr- of error, that is full of you can't trust it anymore. And so please tell your friends to listen to the Loving Liberty Network. We, um, uh, I know as Liberty Moms, we love being part of this, this network. And um, I was going into some scripture in the last segment that is part of the LDS um, uh, culture, and it's from our Doctrine and Covenants, which is modern-day revelation that was given to our, our founding prophet, Joseph Smith. And the Lord is really giving us some great insight on the Constitution and how he has approved it. He's given his approval of this document, even though it's not perfect. It's an imperfect document because we are existing on a dark celestial world and we have imperfect men and women that live here. And so um, he raised these men up uh, that were part of this uh, process to establish this country and to establish this particular constitution. But um, He's given this approval when you when you read in section ninety eight. And as I was um, on the break, I was talking about and as pertaining to the law of man, whatsoever is more or less than this cometh of evil. So that that tells you right there, if there is anything that is brought forward in your city council, in your state legislative body, and it is contrary to the principles that were established in the Constitution, the Lord is telling us right here, it is evil. It is not to be considered. It is not to be looked at. It is not to be voted for. Okay? And so we're getting very clear um, uh, clear direction on what we should do to retain our liberty. We need to make sure that we keep the Constitution the way it was originally designed. Okay? Again, because this is doctrine that's, or this is revelation that's coming back in 1833. Okay? Um, so the Constitution hasn't been around that long. It's only been around less than 50 years. Okay. Um, I, the Lord God, make you free. He is the author of liberty, is our God, and therefore ye are free indeed, and the law also maketh you free. If we follow this constitutional law, we have liberty. We can make our individual choices on what we put in our body, uh, what we try to do with our time, we have liberty. We Where we want to educate our children, what we want them to learn, we have that liberty to do that. And so that is if we follow that law. Nevertheless, when the wicked rule, the people mourn. So he is warning us right there. If we put in people that are going to take away from that law or add to it, then we are going to be mourning. And I think all of us right now can feel the heaviness that is on our country because we have somebody that is occupying the White House. And I firmly believe it's because of a um, election fraud. This person was put into the White House and we are now 
feeling that mournfulness because of the wickedness we've seen happen around the globe even. Not even, I mean, we can get past the United States what it's been doing because a lot of people are mourning. They've lost their jobs. They've um, been forced to take a medication that they don't want in their body to stay, keep working. Okay, so there's a lot of mourning going on here in the United States, but I just, my heart goes out to the people around the globe in Afghanistan that have been left behind by our State Department that are, that are now victims and who knows what's going to happen with the Taliban. That's heart-wrenching. And, and it's been an, a State Department that has been obstructive to other organizations as well as the military itself on trying to get people out of Afghanistan. And that is because of who we have in our executive branch, who we have in our legislative branch as far as the Senate and the Congress. And so the Lord was quite clear that when the wicked rule, the people mourn, and we're feeling that. Wherefore, honest men and wise men should be sought for diligently, and good men and wise men ye should observe to uphold. We have a duty to seek for honest and wise men and to uphold those men in office. We should not be electing people um, who are not following the principles of the Constitution just because they're your next-door neighbor or just because it's your stake president or just because it's your um, cousin running for office. You are to vet people that are honoring the Constitution that the Lord gave us. And that is how, this is very clear on how we are to be um, getting people into office. And it's our responsibility. It's been given to us. When I flip over to section 101, again, he uh, he talks about how uh, important the Constitution is and how he's raised, it was raised up for this very purpose. But with, with the time that we have left, I want to get into the pattern he gives us of how do we retain it? How do we uh, get back what we've lost? How do we importune? And in section 86, he, he tells us that let them importune at the feet of the judge. And if he heed them not, let them importune at the feet of the governor. And if the governor heed them not, let them importune at the feet of the president. And if the president heed them not, then will the Lord arise and come forth out of his hiding place in his fury, vex the nation. So we have a job to do. We have a job to do just because we are here. We are endowed with our creator's rights and we have a job to retain and keep those rights. And so we are asked to importune to those that are elected and serving us. And in his hot displeasure, verse 90 And in his fierce anger, in his time, will cut off those wicked, unfaithful, and unjust stewards and appoint them their portion among hypocrites and unbelievers. So there is going to be a a justice that is deemed, but it can't happen unless we importune first, because our God is a God of mercy and justice. And so it is up to us to, um, to let them know when they've gone astray. Let them know that this is unconstitutional. No, you cannot put, you cannot force someone to put an, uh, a medical um, or any type of foreign, um, whether it's a drug, whether it's food, you can't force anybody to put something inside their body, okay? Because that goes against your law of sovereignty. 
even in out, let's see, pray ye therefore that their ears may be opened unto your cry. So again, we need to be calling upon the Lord that when we go to importune, that we are praying that their ears will be open, that their hearts will be open, that they'll receive the message, that I may be merciful unto them, that these things may not come upon them. Because then he can, if they act accordingly to what you've taught them or told them, then he can, he can give mercy to them. What I have said unto you must needs be that all men may be left without excuse that wise men and rulers may hear and know that which they have never considered. We have to realize that some of these elected officials have never heard truth. They've never been exposed to correct principles of the Constitution. And we probably should know that because most of America has gone through the public school system. And a lot of Americans do not know what constitutional principles are. I'm, I would guess that most people don't even know what their Five rights are in the First Amendment. If I were to give a pop quiz um, in any group of people, they wouldn't know what those five rights are in the First Amendment of the Bill of Rights. They just don't know. And so it's up to us to importune and educate those elected officials that are there to serve us when they've gone astray from the Constitution, because that is when the Lord can either justify the punishment or he can grant mercy. Because that gives them an opportunity to change their mind and do what's right. And so that is our job. We, we don't have control of the outcome. That is all up to the Lord. And, but we have, a, we have a duty. He's told us we have a duty to importune and teach those that don't know the true principle. And so I, I wanted to get that across that we have to really include that formula in what we do today on a daily basis with our elected officials And I know many of you are already doing that, but for those that aren't aware of it, we've been given instruction. There is a responsibility that we have. So um, we're going to be back. We've got one more segment here. Stay with us on the Liberty Mom Show. We'll be right back. Route for Patriot VPN. Patriot VPN is a virtual private network service that uses military grade encryption to protect your internet connection on all of your devices. With Patriot VPN, your data and internet privacy is secure anywhere in the world. Why do you need Patriot VPN? Cyber criminals, government, even your own internet service provider collect and use your private information without your knowledge. Examples in the news recently remember all the companies that have been hacked? Cuba censored the internet to kill protests? Here in America, conservative groups are being active targeted. Your personal information and internet history is being sold by your ISP. It's all happening every day, but not with Patriot VPN. With Patriot VPN, your internet activity and history is protected from prying eyes forever. Patriot VPN is a veteran-owned business right here in the USA. For business or your family, starting at only $6.95 a month, use code WAR and get three months free. With an annual subscription, it's all at PatriotVPN.com. That's PatriotVPN.com. 
You know, if you feel like you're stuck with a health care plan that isn't affordable or you simply don't like it, right now is a great time to switch to MediShare. The typical family saves $500 a month when they join MediShare. And what's more, they like it. MediShare has double the customer satisfaction rate compared to the typical health insurance plan. That's double. So you get a massive network of providers to choose from. You get telehealth services. And MediShare is the most trusted name in healthcare sharing. It's been around for more than 25 years shared more than $4 billion in healthcare bills. Here's why now really is the time to make the switch, too. You can start saving each month, which is huge, but right now they'll waive your joining fee. So you'll save another $170 right off the bat. But again, it's a limited time offer. you got to call now. And it only takes two minutes to find out how much you'd save by switching. Here's the number, 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. Order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. Call 800-500-8384. ReliefFactor.com. With a Democratic sweep officially in place, we are now at the mercy of tax and spend economics. Get ready for runaway national debt pushing the further devaluation of the dollar. So if you haven't invested in gold, now is the time to protect your savings. Birch Gold Group is the premier precious metals IRA company in America. With an A-plus BBB rating and thousands of satisfied customers, Birch Gold can help you move an eligible IRA or 401k into an IRA backed by gold. Go to birchgold.com radio for your free information kit. That's birchgold.com radio. Welcome back to the Liberty Mom Show. Chris Kimball hosting today. We're in our final segment, and I wanted to take a few minutes to recap what I learned at the Your Health Freedom Symposium last weekend that uh, Kristen Chevrier and her organization put on, and it was phenomenal. Right here in Utah, we had Dr. Peter McCullough. um, We had Dr. Paul Thomas. We had uh, numerous doctors from Toronto, New York. Oregon, Oklahoma, all came to Utah to share their knowledge and expertise. And uh, the good thing is, if you were not able to go, uh, is that it's being rec- it was recorded and it will be posted on the YouTube Your Health Freedom. And so you'll want to go and subscribe to that YouTube channel, Your Health Freedom. And as they get edited, they'll start posting these uh, lectures that were given. And uh, for those that don't know, Dr. Peter McCullough is a world-renowned cardio- cardiologist, and he has come out and been very vocal about the treatment of COVID and the policies and protocol that is being put forth by the CDC because their p- protocol is actually a protocol that is harming and killing Americans. And he has been very upset about that and been very outspoken. And he's a big proponent. In fact, all of these men were big proponent of early treatment. If you get in and, and uh, start um, any, type of, any type of viral infection or bacterial infection, if you get in early and start treating it before it, it creates that viral load, that spread that happens when it, the virus replicates, your immune system is going to be able to handle the virus. It can handle COVID. And so 
Um, they were really big on that. The other thing that I wanted to really cover today, because this is super important, because I'm on, when I go onto social media, I see all these individuals posting about, oh, I'm going to lose my job, I'm going to have to quit, my, my employer wants me to vaccinate, and I'm going to have to quit now because I don't want to, because there's people who have done their homework. They know the, the harm that is coming from this vaccine, or they've been damaged from vaccines previously that um, the, t- the toxins that are put into vaccines are harmful to their body. Their body reacts to it, and they've had um, either autoimmune illness. Um, some have experienced death with their children, and so they don't want their to be vaccinated, and they don't want their children to be vaccinated. And so I want to just go over some things to just really remember. And in the first segment, I talked about how we have some uh, – inherent rights that are given to us by our God, but it's up to us to retain those rights. No one is going to keep those rights for you. You have to retain them and stand up for them. And so we have a right to protect our body. We get to decide what goes in our body. That's an inherent right that is given to us by God. And so no government, no doctor, nobody can tell you what you can put into your body. Okay. And The thing to remember is that there's actually U.S. law that supports that inherent right beyond what's in the Constitution, because we do have a constitutional amendment that addresses it, but there's actually federal law. And that is why, if you've been listening closely, when uh, Jen Psaki gives her press conferences, She will talk about, yes, there is going to be a, we'd we'd like to see a a vaccination, a forced vaccination, except for those with religious exemptions. I've heard her say that two or three times. So in the U.S. Code, there is a civil rights law. Most, well, I can't say most because there's all different ages that are listening to our program right now. But for those of us that are old enough, in 1964, The Civil Rights Act was passed, okay, and in it, it's a labor law, okay? It's a landmark civil right and labor law that outlaws discrimination based on race, color, religion, sex, national origin, and then they later added sexual orientation. But religion is in there, so you cannot be discriminated against you having a conscious belief that you should not be vaccinated, that you don't want to be vaccinated because of what you know about the vaccine process, like how it's formed. I mean, as Dr. Jim Meehan was saying last Saturday, he said, if you are a Christian and a follower of Christ, how can you inject something into your body that was created with the sacrifice of innocent babies? Okay. That right there is the main reason why on a, conscious level, I cannot be injected with any vaccine because most all vaccines are used with a human cell line. And so um, fetal baby tissue and what I've learned about it, and I know I'm going to get really into the, the nitty gritty, which is hard for people to hear, is that I just always assumed that they had already aborted the baby and then that tissue from that aborted baby who had already been had died through the process would be taken and used for research. I found out just recently that it's more horrific than that because they actually need the baby live. 
And so the babies are born live and then taken and delivered to the facility where they can and then start to dissect the baby without any sort of anesthesia, nothing. They're just ripped apart. Okay. So it truly is a sacrifice of a living child for the procedure of creating medicine. And I'm sorry, there's nowhere in scripture that I find that the Lord has instructed us to go out and create and sacrifice for the good of the all, for the greater good. Okay. I don't see that anywhere. And so I'm, I'm really adamant about that. And that is where I come from. Um, I'm also opposed to toxins in, in uh, that same Doctrine and Covenants. We have DNC 89 verse 4 that tells us the Lord warn, warns us that there will be conspiring men in, in, the, in latter days that will do evil. So he's warning us there. And then he tells us to not put toxins in your body. He tells us to avoid that, to have good health, to run and not be weary, walk and not faint. Keep toxins out of your body. Well, all you have to do is go through and read the insert of a vaccine, and it will tell you that you're being poisoned. Okay? So back to religious liberty. What they recommended is that that is the best um, exemption to use. Some states, including Utah, will let you use a medical exemption, but here's the deal. These doctors are being attacked. So for us to keep those good doctors in place, who would be willing and could write a medical exemption if you qualified for it, um, it's really best and easiest to go with the religious exemption route. And then the idea, too, is to not just turn that in, but to create a paper trail between you and your employer and start asking them questions and, and put it back on them to show the proof that you are going to cover my expenses if something happens to me. So you're responsible if I have a chronic illness or if I die, you will be responsible. Okay. You are liable for that because you're forcing me and and question your, your, your employer about that and ask them that if this is going to affect your life insurance, is my life insurance going to be okay? Because some life insurance policies are set up to not go into effect. If you are, if you have death related from a vaccine, Okay, you might not have thought that through, but that's that's the case. And so they want you to uh, take the time to educate, um, ask them to show you the ingredients, ask them to show you what are the side effects of that vaccine. You're putting it on them to give to educate you on full consent. Okay, so you create this back and forth with your employer before you submit that religious exemption. So the bottom line to all of this is you do not have to lose your job. You do not have to quit. There is federal law that protects you from that. There's also um, a federal code. It's section 42 USC 2000. All persons shall be entitled to full and equal enjoyment of goods and services, facilities, privileges, and accommodations in any place of public accommodation without discrimination based on race, color, religion, or national origin. So you don't need a vaccine to go to the store, to the restaurant, to the movie. You have an exemption because it's based on your religious belief. So that's what I want to leave you here with today. That's the most important thing is to really use that religious belief. It's not tied to a religion. You don't have to be a member of a certain church. It's your freedom of conscience. That's your religious belief here in Utah for this state. Okay, so 
Um, thank you for being with me today. I hope that there's something that was shared that um, prompts you, inspires you, helps you with this crazy world that we're living in. But please remember, God is the author of liberty. And if we rely on him, we are going to be safe and taken care of. He has our back. Thank you for being with us today on the Liberty Mom Show.